You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, powerful manifester. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from simply springtime in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, also known as the ATL. Guess what? Uh, I'm excited because uh, if you are listening uh, to the show today, the spirit has attracted you here. I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, because you're going to receive exactly what you've been searching for. Well, how are you doing? I would say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to the show is the right time. Well, it is springtime here in the ATL, everybody. I'm looking out of my window. You know, I just noticed just this week, all of my trees in my yard are just turning green and everything is budding and there's lots of pollen, which I'm not complaining, and lots of beautiful dogwood trees. We have those here. Uh, in the South, as well as in other places. And, and for that, I am grateful. Let's see, got a great show for you. You better put your seatbelt on. My guest is Miss Natalie Mills. Whoa, she went from an investment of $100 to building an empire. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. It is an amazing story. Uh, she has all kind of celebrity uh, people who you know who wear her jewelry. Uh, uh, let's see, Lizzo, Carrie Underwood, J-Lo, that's all I'm going to tell you. And she's just going to share with you how she went from nothing to building an empire. So I want you to stay tuned for that. You know, I'm just always excited about having the honor and privilege of bringing to you first class shows. So I am asking all of you to follow me on TikTok and on Instagram. That's Law of Attraction Constance. I post at least two to three videos a week on both of those platforms. Facebook is Coach with Constance. Twitter is LOA Constance. I got to be brilliant to remember all of these, right? Uh, and so follow me. And uh, YouTube, of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel. So I am uploading something. We upload at least one to two videos a week because we realize that sometimes people like shorter videos and I'm always about trying to give you some specific how-tos. What else? Uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You know, still celebrating uh, my 13 years. I'm asking everybody to do three things. Number one, tell one person about the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. 
you know, that coworker that's always kind of getting on your nerves and they may be hurting or maybe that one family member. Tell them about the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. You know, somebody told me this week that they listened to me through um, Podcast Expert, which I had never heard of it. Uh, and Jewel said that we're on 50 different platforms. So many of you listen just so many different ways. iTunes, iHeart, Blog Talk, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. Ah, I got to take a deep breath. Uh, and so many more. So tell one person. Second thing is send me an email, Constance, at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and let me know. Some of y'all been listening to me for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to stop right there. Uh, 10 years. And surely uh, the show has impacted, shifted, changed, motivated, encouraged you. So send me an email. Just let me know. That keeps me really focused and keeps me really, what's the word, motivated to just keep bringing you the best. Every week I spend hours in advance, uh, you know, just looking for the right speakers. I mean, I get emails, two or three emails a day, but I want to bring you people uh, who, who guests who I really feel can take you to next level living. If you're interested in coaching with me, you can email me for a discovery session. And like I tell people, when you call me, I ain't trying to sell you nothing. I'm listening for 20 minutes. But I want to talk to you. I'm going to get a little serious here. Uh, in lieu of what happened this week at the Oscars, uh, you guys know about uh, the buzz around what went down there. If you're international, you can Google it. I, I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, before Natalie comes on how to control your emotions, how to manage your emotions, heal your emotions, and then use your emotions for your manifestation. And, you know, a lot of people come to me and they're like, I want to I, I wanna be a baller like, uh, like Natalie who's coming on. But I'm just saying, you've heard me say this, I'm, getting, I'm putting on my therapist hat now. I believe and I'm talking to everybody, you got to take a look at your emotions. God gave you emotions. I talked a, a little bit about this on one of my social media platforms. God gave you emotions. Your emotions are important, but when they're out of control, they are not. And so uh, one of the characteristics of codependency is not being in touch with your emotions. Am I sad? Am I, am I upset? Am I happy? Am I angry? And if you are in touch with your emotions, another characteristic is being afraid to express them to somebody else because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And so um, when the incident happened, it made me realize that one of the uh, exercises that I do when I do group work in person is I have some cards. I call them feeling cards. And I ask people, so everybody has a deck in their hand and they're to choose whatever feelings they've had over the, over the last two weeks and just lie those cards 
in front of them so other people can see them. And people are stunned by how people are feeling because you never know how people are feeling or what they are going through. So anytime you have unresolved stuff, when you don't deal with your issues, your issues are going to deal with you. Anytime you have unresolved hurt, trauma, stuff, you still mad at your boss, you mad at your ex, you mad at your children, you mad at your mama, your daddy, you mad at the company that let you go. Anytime you walk around with all of that on the inside of you, it's going to come out some kind of way. We were never built by God to carry the weight of negative emotions. So, so, so if you're feeling uh, resentful, empty, in some words I can't even say, y'all know, just upset, fearful, lonely, inadequate, frustrated, rage. I always say that rage is nothing more than anger with a history to it. Rage is historical anger. So if you go off on people, if you are hot-headed, if you've been screaming at folks in traffic, you need to take a look at your emotions and what unresolved stuff you have going on on the inside. So many people want to, want to use the law of attraction and, and, and make a lot of money and do all these great things. Y'all know I'm for that. But my question to you is, if you don't deal with your unresolved stuff, self-sabotage is going to come because all unresolved issues uh, really hinder, slow down, stop, and when those big times come, those big times for manifestation, like at the Oscars, you know, or your big time promotion on your job, whatever is in you will come out. So you, so you got to ask yourself, you got to check your thoughts. What have you been thinking most of the time? What have you been feeling? What have your mind movies been? Uh, what triggers you? Why did this trigger you? Uh, and, and I'm going to say, what are you thinking on, feeling, dwelling on most of the time? Are you sad? Are you upset? Are you happy? Happy. You got to take a look at and to, I, you got to take a look, I'm talking too fast, to identify uh, what your emotions are and shift and change them. Uh, so we know that I love what Esther Hicks has. She has the 22 emotions on the emotional vibrational scale. Uh, scale. So the top vibrations are, we know this, love, joy, gratitude, freedom, uh, positive expectation, happiness, optimism. So that's why it's so important that you identify and heal your negative emotions because your emotions with the law of attraction is really the fuel, sometimes that word is hard for me to say, or the fire behind your thinking and images that accelerates your manifestation. So the lower end of that uh, 
emotional vibrational scale is rage, insecurity, fear, grief, blame, worry, doubt, disappointment, discouragement. Where are you spending most of your time in your emotions? Because wherever you spend your time on that scale is what's going to show up and out picture in your life. So I'm saying to you, let's break, break the back of shame. Shame says there's something wrong with you. Well, why can't you get control of your emotions? Well, why do you feel sad? Why do you always feel depressed? Or why, why are you so happy? So shame says there's something wrong with you. Guilt said you did something wrong. So the whole purpose of me sharing with you is for you to check yourself and to see what unresolved stuff do I have that's hindering me? If you got a family, that's impacting your family. How do I feel most of the time? What is my thinking? Where are my emotions? Where am I dwelling the most in my emotions? Because really, uh, it, it impacts your manifestation. So love and care for yourself enough to really get the help that you need. I would love to, to work with you to help you find out that, you know, kind of what's triggering your emotions, what unresolved stuff, trauma, uh, childhood issues, uh, past negative experiences are really hindering, slowing down, holding you back from your manifestations. And then how can I help you to move and live in? Those vibrations of love, joy, gratitude, uh, a positive expectation, optimistic, expecting for something good to happen, very hopeful. And, and so if you know, and it's no shame because I told you guys, there were some years and some months when I was really going through depression. I believe that during pandemic, because I'm a social person and I was stuck in the house, I had a couple of months of, of depression. I felt sad. I felt isolated. And, and I went and I got the help that I needed. So I said all of that to say, you want to manage, identify, and manage and control your negative emotions so that you can begin to live in dwell in those really top emotions that really accelerate uh, and, and really uh, make your manifestations really appear quicker. If you're interested in help, you guys know I'm a professional counselor for 30 years, email me, Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I always say, if not now, when? It's an investment, uh, it, but it's time you said, you know something? I'm going to once and for all deal with this so I can live my best life. Okay, everybody, I had to say that to you about the spirit. We're going to go to these quick commercials. Man, you better get ready for a powerful woman, Miss Natalie Mills. 
will be with us right after these commercials. So stay tuned, everybody. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, I'm back, everybody, and I'm really excited. And I know what y'all are saying, Constance, you're always excited. Well, excitement and joy is a good vibration to live in, right? Well, we got a superstar in the house today. We got a boss in the house today, and I want to read about her. Her name is Natalie Mills, and she went from selling her handmade jewelry uh, to neighbors when she was eight years old to now she has built uh, an empire. Uh, she has been featured on NBC and named a best-selling product for 2020. Uh, she has sold products on HSN, has been awarded the Einstein Green, Green Card Award, and uh, she has been given the top 1% globally. She's recognized as a trendsetter. You can look at her and tell that. And style leader in the, fa in the fashion industry with her signature bling designs. What woman doesn't like bling? Uh, she has also been featured in Vogue, been a part of ABC's America's Big Deal. Uh, some of the many celebrities that have worn her jewelry is Jennifer Lopez, Lizzo, uh, Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, and so many more. Uh, she's a big proponent of, of God in her life, the spirit, uh, believes in the vision boards. And man, I can't wait to talk to her. She's going to really help you. So Miss Natalie Mills, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Oh, Constant, thank you so much. Thank you for the introduction. I was kind of thinking, wait, is that me <laughs> that you're talking about? I think sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit. But thank you so much. I'm so excited to get chatting and I'm an absolute fan of your show. So it's thank my you. honor that I'm here. So thank you. So between my Southern accent and your uh, South African accent, am I correct? We're going to have a lot of fun today. Oh, lots uh, of fun, lots of fun. So let's get with it, Natalie. I said that you have a rags to riches story. We have a lot of entrepreneurs all over the world. Give us just a summary of your story. And then I have a ton of questions just for you, young lady. So tell us your story. Uh, thank you, Constance. I think we can couple that with rags to riches mm -hmm. and came into power. I mm. think that's if I have a look at the mixture of my story. You know, growing up from very humble beginnings in South Africa, um, you know, third world country, quite a testing community that we stayed in. I was just really born with such a desire to be entrepreneurial. I mean, as you mentioned in the introduction, I kind of started, 
making jewelry from seven, from a seven and eight years old, going with my family to vacations, picking up seashells, painting them with nail varnish, and kind of selling them to the neighborhood. So it was very much a taste of fashion can make you money at a very, very young age. Mm. But growing up to very humble beginnings, you know, not having that disposable income that my parents could support me, having leaving school, going straight into the um into the you know professional field completely self-taught and street smart there's no tertiary education mm -hmm. but what i really did was i kind of understood the concept that when you want to use your time use your time wisely so whenever i went you know started at jobs in marketing and advertising i would very much absorb and be an absolute sponge with my bosses and i was really really blessed with having the most patient and incredible mentors in my life that really set me up to um you know for the success that i have today really geared me really strengthened me but you know falling on tough times and having a lot of hardships in my life i really found that not only was fashion such a part of me it became a lot of my therapy mm -hmm. so when i would feel frustrated or angry or depressed i'd grab the pen and paper and i'd start designing and i'd start creating and um that was really the start of understanding i've got this bigger drive within me um you know not really having a lot of money um i kind of looked and thought well i've got to take some kind of a risk and i've got to start somewhere so i really started my business with a hundred dollars that was it wow. went to a market bought a couple of things and just really found a gap in the market to have affordable yet fashionable quality jewelry because i couldn't afford much i still wanted to look good but everything would fall apart so i said let's try and make quality and I'm sure I'm not the only woman out there. And that was really the start of my journey of, you know, developing and starting my brand, which quickly became one of the most aspirational brands across Africa. And now we, you know, leading trendsetters in the USA. So, I mean, so many gaps in between that. <laughs> a lot of tears, a lot of frustration, a lot of, oh, you know, want to give up. But um, I didn't. And that's why I am where I am today. And so you, I'm talking to entrepreneurs out there, you, you, you saw a gap, you decided, because your stuff is bling now, you wanted to have quality, and, and you wanted your jewelry and, and your products to look like maybe some of the de designer stuff, but you wanted to be affordable, that's the real niche that you found. Absolutely, Constance, it's all about, you know, I think it's very important to, you know, speaking to the entrepreneurs that we've got to be so objective because a lot of times we do come up with the ideas, but the market response is not what we want, you know, not mm -hmm. what we want to hear, but it might just not be the right time. So it's just so crucial that you come up with a, a strategy, but that your product fits the market. And if it doesn't, you've got to figure out how do I make it fit the market, right? How do I filter it through? But absolutely, it was just trying to find fashionable, quality, affordable jewelry simple right so that's uh that was really the that's really the driving force and i really wanted to because our brand has got a lot of message behind it our company slogan is a culture of kindness so, so it was so important to me that i touch as many women as possible not only with the jewelry but with the message that we carry as well so it sounds like that god gave you this download and it it's purposeful and that your brand is just like the, the byproduct of teaching people how to be kind, compassionate, and loving. Expound on that. 
absolutely. You know, the Holy Spirit actually laid in my heart, I think it was three years ago, to change the, the company slogan, which was a culture of kindness. And that was just laid on my heart by, you know, the voice inside me. Mm -hmm. But I think what I see it as, I see it as our accessories are the bridge. They're the mm. bridge that helps us connect because people will kind of buy into a message when they kind of like a product as well, you know? So how do we get our customers to purchase something they like? And then as we send them a package, we've got our voice that kind of goes through them. So, you know, I always believe in life, you've got to have two foundations. I'm speaking to the entrepreneurial side. The one foundation is what everybody talks about. And that is to make sure you've got your finances right. You have got your structure right. You have got your corporate setup and your accounting and your product development but there's the most important one and that is the one that's the foundation below that and that is your why and I truly believe that when you've got a deep deep purpose on the very first foundation it sets you up with such profound success because the driving force on the bad days is going to be that first foundation your why that other foundation, no matter how good the day, bad the days are, mm -hmm. it's not going to drive you, oh, we need to sort our product development. It's why am I doing that? And without a doubt, it is definitely our bridge to get our message across. So your why is talking to entrepreneurs, people who are thinking about going into business, was your why you felt like the spirit downloaded this to you, that this was your gift and you were going to use your gift to to help women to feel better. What, what is your why? And talk about the role of the spirit in your uh, phenomenal success. Well, I think my why is really just to inspire and mm -hmm. having been in such a position of, you know, not having, you know, the tools that I maybe needed and going through the trauma that I've been through in my life. I mean, I've had a gun put to my head and they pulled the trigger and it didn't go off. Um, so I've had a lot of trauma in my life, but my why is to show those people that could echo with my trauma and to see this lady has taken all of that pain and she's turned it into her power. So my why is really just to inspire those that no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you have been through, through the grace of God that I use and I tap into every single day, you can be what you want to be as long as you're willing to work for it and you've got the desire within you to carry on no matter what throws your way. So use my story, Let that I always say to the Lord, I'm available, Jesus, use me. And every day, you know, you know what it's like, that journey to be guided, you know, where do I need to be and how, you know, it's a constant mm -hmm. work in progress as well. So talk about money. People say, I want to start a business, but I don't have money. Talk about that. Well, it is hard. You know, the reality of a situation is you need money to buy a product but um, I think what it is, is you've got to start small. And a lot of people, when they're starting their business, they've got these really, really big goals and aims, but that doesn't happen overnight. So it's understanding that you've got to, um, a very important thing about money is discipline. Not a lot of people have got discipline and understanding that cash flow is critical for a business. So being able to roll that. But, you know, I, I believe that when you've got the right product and the right drive and the right energy in you, um, as well as being exceptionally resourceful, you can build a business. If you look at most of the most um, successful people in the world, they started in their garage, right? They didn't mm -hmm. have the money that they did. But you look back at how long ago it was that it started, things do take time. So I always say no matter what you've got, start somewhere. Yeah. 
So I love what you said about money because people are, a lot of people say, you gotta have money to start a business. And what you said was so powerful. I love that. Yeah, so, so everybody y'all here, I'm kind of raspy today, but you know, it's all good in the neighborhood. Uh, so I know you are a big proponent of vision boards and this is the law of attraction. Talk about that and what role did that play? And then I want you to share your story about your green card. Because to me, a vision board just kind of gives you vision. Explain your vision board, your thinking about it, how you use it, et cetera. Well, I think a vision board is, you know, similar to the goals that you have in life, right? We've got to set up a plan for our life. Where do we want to be? And, you know, how do we get there? You might decide, I want to be a doctor. Well, you've got to go study, right? So it's having those, it's, it's, it's kind of having those goals. But my whole life, I have done vision boards because I always want to strive better and be bigger. And I kind of set it out there. But my God is the is the um, receiver of all of the messages that I put out there. And I'm so thankful to, you know, look back on a lot of those things that I've had a vision for my life and so much of it has transpired, but kind of looking back at it, it's been the strength of the Lord that has got me through mm -hmm. the hard times that has made those dreams transpire. Um, you know, also they talk about subconsciously when you kind of put out vision boards for yourself and when you kind of put out goals and things, you are subconsciously, your brain starts working and operating in ways unbeknown to you to try and get to that actual goal. But, um, you know, even before I moved to America, I did a vision board and I didn't even know I was going to come to America. And the vision board um, I had there, living the American dream. And that was just something that was laid on my heart without me even having planned. That happened in the January and I immigrated in the November, <laughs> the September, well, the September, October. So, um, you know, I use vision boards to try and be a better version of myself where I want to be one day. And I kind of put it out there, but I do put it out there with the with the feeling in my heart that if it is meant to be for my life and if it is for my for the plan of my life it will come to pass i put no expectations on it and i put no timeline on it but i say this is what i would want but we know i'm and well i know i'm guided by a higher power the holy spirit and jesus and that's mm -hmm. kind of you know the guidance that i work but um you know i'm a huge a, a huge advocate for it and it's just worked so great in my life to help me have goals about where i want to be Share the story about your green card, because I know that I, I have a lot of my listeners who are trying to come to the U.S. Specifically, what did you do? So what I did with my green card is I found a green card on the internet <laughs> and I went <laughs> and I'll show, I've got so many stories constant that mm -hmm. I'll show you of literal photos that I superimposed myself in a specific building and that exact photo came to pass. I'll show it to you. Mm -hmm. What I did with my green card, I cut out a green card on the internet. I changed the date of birth to be my date of birth. I changed the name to be my name and I put a photo of myself up there and I kind of had it next to my bed and I would look at it every Every single day so it was literally like a green card but an absolute photoshop green card but what i had underneath the green card was but truly god has listened he has attended to the voice of my prayers and mm. that is in psalm 66 19 so again you know putting it out there with saying i'd really love this but if it's your will and if god has listened to my prayers it will come to pass and then you know i literally have got a photo of my green card now which is mm -hmm. so similar to what i put out mm -hmm. there so you know put those visions out there but be so abstract in them you know go deep into them get the photos photoshop cut these things you know really put that clear picture out there 
So what do you do on days when you're not motivated? Maybe you rolled out a product that didn't do as well as you thought it would. And what can you share with the listeners about staying passionate, motivated, and determined? Well, there's no secret recipe, to be very honest. It's hard. You know, I'm not going to be one to sit here and tell you, oh, those days are easy. I get, they're brutally tough. They're disappointing. You feel like you're a failure. You questioning everything that you've done. But I do not know how to give up. And that is one thing, the fight and the desire in me drives me way past any disappointment could ever stop me. So that's where I come back to the drive. So many people want these, you know, these big careers and this big life of theirs, but they give up on the very first hurdle. If you think it's going to be easy, I encourage you to stop before you start because you are going to fail. So really on those days, I just kind of, you know, center myself. I remember why. That's why I spoke about the first mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. I remember why I'm doing it. I get back up and I carry on. I rest if I need to. Rest is so important. Um, although I was so tired yesterday, I was falling all over my house. It's been so crazy. But um, rest is important. Rest in the mind, rest in the soul. You know, recenter yourself. Remember your why and you get back up. I've got too much of a drive in me to let a small disappointment stop me. And you know, Constant, that voice of the Holy Spirit, you feel like you've been given something, it's a purpose. Nobody can stand in the way of that purpose. You know, that drive, that strength, it's from from the Lord. And um, that's what I do. And so so you mentioned rest, and I'm a big proponent of rest and balance. How do you uh, rest and bring balance in your life? You try, I try as much as I can, you know, I work different time zones, so it does get a little bit different, mm-hmm. difficult, but I think there's a big difference between rest and rest, or yeah. rest and sleep, you know, to have sleep is one thing, but to try and rest the mind and rest the soul, and usually I come up with my best designs and my best creative ideas when there's no noise around me, so I would term that that's a little bit of a rest for me, is when there's no noise, a lot of quiet, a lot of quiet time with the Lord, feeling no other energies but myself, um, <laughs> that's when I feel like I'm wasted. So when I get tired, it's just, you know, turn off the noise, remove the clutter and just, you know, be in those moments without thinking too much. Let the thoughts flow in versus you trying to find it. What about attracting the right people to help you with your vision? How do you manage that? And what what does that look like in your life? Well, you know, like attracts luck, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think, um, you know, when I, when I started this business, you know, even in the USA, and I prayed, to the, I prayed to the Lord, I said, Lord, bring me the right people. We can't do things alone. And my late, beautiful dad used to always say, no man is an island. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with my maturity now, do I just understand the profoundness of those words? But I just prayed to the Lord, you know, Jesus, just bring me the right people. And again, he heard, he answered my prayers. I've really got the most incredible ladies that I work with. They, my family at the office. And it's just so critical to the success by having the right people. But you'll know, you know, a lot of people wonder, your soul will tell you, the energies will tell you that this is a little bit of a miss, that the alignments are not right. The reasons are not right. You'll kind Mm -hmm. of figure that out. And it's, you know, culture. If you look at any, you know, successful company out there, what they attribute their success to is culture. So I protect the culture in, in, in my company as well. What do you feel like are some characteristics or some strengths that women or even men entrepreneurs need to possess in order to, to not only be creative, sustain and expand the business? Resilience. 
I think resilience is such a key character for entrepreneurship because resilience will get you through the hard times and resilience will give you that strength to get going when you're feeling tired. So, you know, you kind of know, and I'm sure so many people that are listening right now have gone through a lot of journeys. Entrepreneurship is a lot of journeys, but every now and then you touch on something that you feel the fire in your belly and the fire in your soul. And when you feel that one, you kind of know you are on the right track. So, um, you know, feel that, be, be fueled by that fire because you're going to need it. <laughs> you're really going to need it. And I think one thing that we need to do is adapt. I always call it pivot and pivot quick. You know, when <laughs> COVID came, the market changed. We had to pivot. Um, it's so critical to listen to the market and make those moves super quick as the market is changing because you will get left behind unless you do. So when COVID came, I mean, your mask, I mean, were your masks like the number one mask that most women bought? And explain to listeners, what, what are they made of? What did they look like? I, I looked online and I'm like, okay, how come I didn't know about these? And I was wearing the, these ugly white masks and I could have had all these crystals. So how, did you pivot when COVID came? Well, tell me about that. Well, again, you listen to the market. What did the market need? It needed masks. So kind of being the, you know, the fashionista brand that we are, we kind of foresaw that women are not going to feel pretty wearing these masks. So we quickly got to work. How do we make a mask that can still make us feel somewhat attractive, but it's still going to be functional. So I'm sure you've maybe seen them all over the street, those blingy rhinestone face masks mm -hmm. that were designed by me. And um, we kind of really hit the market hard with that. But what I loved so much about the masks was the community that it created. And a lot of people said that, you know, it was so striking. It created so much conversation. So there was just so much more beauty over and above this product that we made. But, the, um, but you know, just the response that we got. So, again, listen to the market. We need a mask. Well, let's bedazzle it. <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, how we, how we kind of operate. So it sounds like that you're really in tune with the market, but also with God. Absolutely. Because... Because uh, I'm like, if I have to wear this white mask one more day, I'm going to slap somebody. I'm just, but, but you're in tune with God. So what does that look like for you? Do you sit in silence every day? How do you receive your downloads or your wisdom from the spirit that turns into creativity? Well, I listen to, there's, a, there's an abad, there's a meditation um, called abad. And oh, you, yeah. I listen to mm -hmm. that every single day. That's my time. But, you know, I think a lot of the times when these kind of messages come through to me, it comes through without me even, you know, kind of knowing. It's all of a sudden I'm sitting on my couch at home and, all right, here it's coming. <laughs> and I just feel that Holy Spirit fire right through me. And I'm like, hey, right, Jesus, what are you trying to tell me? And then I've randomly, you know, ask the Holy Spirit just to guide my hands and I randomly open the Bible and I read on whichever Bible verse that I landed on for whatever message the Lord is trying to get me. But I'm very in tune. I'm very awake, you know, very awake. Mm -hmm. when, where is this feeling coming from? Right. This is something within me. You know, it's not, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you heard the Holy Spirit. Was it this big boom? boom? <laughs> Was it like a, you know, a big drum roll? It's weird. It's, it's, it's within you. It's a voice and it's a feeling within you that comes. But the Bible really, you know, opening the Bible randomly, being driven by my hands really helps me navigate whatever that message is. So you're creative and you're a designer. So that means that you live in your imagination. How did you use or how do you still use your imagination 
to see where you want to go. For example, if you if you are rolling out a new brand, do you visualize it in your mind? Do you imagine it? Do you feel it? What would that look like for listeners? Yeah, I absolutely visualize it. And I visualize positivity around it. You know, I kind of close my eyes and I say, right, this is the new product and this is what's going to happen. And this is going to be the market response. And this is, you know, and then what happens is once you start creating that picture and I always see, I always call it, let's plant the seed. So I always tell my girls in the office, right, I've got this idea, I'm planting the seed. And what that really helps me to do is to water the seed and to grow those ideas as they come. But I visualize market response. I analyze market response as well. So I take my imagination, but then I take an objective view mm. of that emotional intelligence that you need to be in the seat of the, you know, the customer. How would they receive it? But, um, you know, imagination goes very much with designing. You know, you've got to have that picture in your mind before you can put it to paper. So do... Did you imagine connecting with all of these celebs and give us an example of of what that felt like for you, uh, maybe connecting with, I don't know, Jennifer Lopez, connecting with someone? What was that like? And had you already imagined that in your mind prior to? You know what I did? <laughs> I had on my vision board photos of celebrities when I had no idea I was going to get them. But I did. They were on one of my vision boards. They were there. And um, I must say the first, you know, Kerry Underwood was the first star that wore our product. It was such a full circle moment knowing I came from South Africa. I did my vision board on South Africa. And now, you know, you know, this huge celeb is wearing my product, but that was all manifesting. But I, you know, I said to my mom when I was four years old, I said, mom, one day I'm going to be living in America and I'm going to be on TV. And that was my prophetic prophecy on my life at four years old. So, um, you know, when I told my mom all of this, she was like, oh, you said it already. You said it from when you were young. But a lot of my friends, you know, I have a lot of chats with them and I sometimes don't remember all of it because I think I'm in it. You know, when you're in a mm -hmm, waterfall, you mm -hmm. can't see out. But they all say, Nats, but you used to say this. You said, one day I'm going to be famous. One day this one's going to wear my product. One day this. And I, I was like, wow, at 20 years old, I was really always saying that. So I think it was just destiny in my stars. Well, you know, and then, uh, you know, for listeners, you were using affirmations and the Bible says that when you declare and decree a thing, whatever your mm -hmm. thing is, it yeah. shall be established or manifested in your life. So your world, uh, uh, your words create your world. And the, what Natalie was doing, she was speaking forth, even when she was in South Africa, what she wanted, even though on the physical plane of her life, there was no evidence. So that's a really important part. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the verses that I love the most is Matthew 7, verse 7. And ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened to mm -hmm. you. So, you know, if you don't ask, you don't you don't know, you don't get. And I think that that's, I mean, it's prevalent in the Bible. And But again, you know, just to kind of stress on it is I do it without attachment. I do it with knowing that, that if it is meant to be, it will be, the Lord will find a way for it. But if it's not, I believe that the higher power of Jesus God is looking after me. And that was not the path that I was supposed to walk down. So are you fearless? Would you say you are fearless? Fearless in some things, absolutely, but I'm very immature in some other <laughs> ways as well. But I'm fearless that makes in the two pursuit. Of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm fearless in in 
I, you, one thing I'll be honest with you, Constance, I sometimes have a fear, and maybe somebody would look at me a little bit differently if I say this, because I sometimes fear, will I ever achieve what my, my what my feeling in my stomach is telling me I'm going to be? Because mm -hmm. I feel that there's something bigger inside of me, and I always wonder, and I put so much pressure on myself as well, am I ever going to be that? So I do have that fear, but I'm fearless in going out to get it. So oh, I've got the that. fear that it might not come, but I'm fearless to make sure that it will come. So I would say the fearless completely overrides the fear or the fearless in me drives out that fear. I love I think that. It's the driving force. You need to have that fear to be fearless. Love I think that. I want to put it that way. So talk about writing down your vision. Did you write down what you wanted your company to look like? Is that important? You know, with the law of attraction, they talk a lot about clarity. What did that look like in your life? And what can you share with listeners about getting clear about their vision? You know, I think it would be twofold. I think so. What we did with when I used to do my vision board is I'd grab a whole bunch of magazines mm -hmm. and I would just open the magazines. And whenever I was kind of feel like I was feeling this photograph, be it a photo of wellness, be and this is where I got all sleep photos all over my vision board. But I would really feel what was driving me whenever I would open the magazines. But I think what is so divine about that is there's a reason out of like hundreds of magazines, and I used to do this with my team in South Africa as well, that you picked up a certain magazine and you opened on a certain page and there's some message there that is so profound to you. Yeah. So I really get it by inspirational photos of magazines, um, you know, opening up, finding a word. And I think if you're looking for those words in such a direct way, it makes the purpose so much more energetic than just writing it down. But you know, there's no right and wrong way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Kind of way that I did it. Um, so yeah, very creative, very picturesque, you know, that kind of thing. So what's, what has been the most amazing, astounding, phenomenal, overwhelming, I think that's all the adjectives I can think of right now, success that you've had, that you were just in awe of, oh my God, this really happened. So I'll, I'll have to mention two. Number one is my beautiful daughter. Okay. <laughs> Your mom is just so profound. I still don't know. You know, I was so impressed <laughs> with that. But secondly, without a doubt, I think was being awarded the Einstein Green Card. And, you know, that is really a global achievement that I was awarded by the U.S. government. And it's really select of the top 1% globally in their respective fields. So if somebody had won a, you know, was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize or if they got a Grammy, um, or a gold medal at the Olympics, they would have got that in their respective field. So I received mindful business. So that is without a doubt the biggest achievement that I've had in my life. Expound on that a little more for listeners who might not understand that. So what really happens is in terms of immigration, the U.S. reserves a certain amount of people that they recognize as being extremely top 1%. So they see it very much as an asset to the country. So mm -hmm. once you get awarded that through the different criteria that you've got to match, you know, you can come to the USA and basically retire on that. So it is really a very, it's the highly, they call it the Rolls Royce of immigration. So it's really the, <laughs> prestige immigration and I know you know I know a lot of people so you know have got the immigration woes so I was really grateful that I didn't have that but it's very real immigration is very real I wouldn't discount it but that was kind of what I was awarded so give me an example of a story of kindness 
that may be someone shared with you because of your products or, or, or because they purchase your, your, your jewelry, it made them more cognizant of being kind and they went out and did a, a, a great kind gesture towards someone. You got a couple of stories you can share around that. I do. You know, I'm going to share two if we got time. Okay, we got time. We got time. So the first, the first, the first one thing I want to mention is I pray over all of our products. So mm -hmm. I pray when we receive it, when we go and get it at the dock, I pray over it. And one day there was this lady on Facebook and she had commented on one of our social media ads. And she said that she couldn't, she said, um, oh, this beautiful company, Natalie Mills, I could, I had my mask in my vehicle that um, my vehicle, I was in a car accident and I had one of her masks in my vehicle and I'm so sad that the mask was destroyed. Mm -hmm. And I was almost like, this lady would think about a mask when she's had a car accident and she literally shared the photo of her car. And um, I reached back out to her and I said, you know what, I just want you to know that we pray over all of our products. And she said she couldn't believe it because the car was absolutely totaled. She had her two children in the car and um, she said there was a supernatural force that kept her safe. Mm -hmm. And that has always stuck with me because I always wondered, you know, Jesus, I sit here and I pray over all of these products. Is it working? And mm -hmm. about a week mm -hmm. and a half later, I got that. And another really kind, uh, you know, another really message that came up to us was a lady said, you know what, your company is all about kindness. I haven't spoken to my mom-in-law for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. So what she did was she was, so she sent her a mask, a Natalie Mills mask, with the Natalie Mills kindness and she said just the just the brand inspired me to just reach out and try and amend our relationship and she said she sent her the mask she sent her a note and now they're best of friends again so those two stories really stick out to me we get a lot but I think those two are the real ones that you know tug at my heartstrings well you know Natalie everybody wants to be rich and make money and and I have a friend, Les Brown, who says everybody say money ain't important, but it's right up there with oxygen. So, 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 what does it feel like to 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 be rich and and have money? And uh, what does that feel like to you? I'm not driven by money. I understand we need it to survive, but it's not my driving force at all. But um, you know what? The more money you got, the more bills you got. <laughs> so, so you know what? You change, you upgrade your shampoo, you upgrade your home, you upgrade your car, you need more money to survive. But um, you know, I think it's just a level of accomplishment, which is mm -hmm. good to get yourself a, a, you know, a piece of security. But if I have to downgrade my life, I've got no issue absolutely doing that. I'm just not driven by money. I'm grateful that I've got it and I know and I understand practicality you need it to live, but it is far from my driving force. And the reason I ask that question is because the number one question that I get is how can I attract more money? Because people think that money uh, can make you happy and most entrepreneurs want to be successful and there's certainly, certainly not anything wrong with that, but all of my rich clients and all of my all of the rich people that I know say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can't bring you peace of mind. But uh, so in the marketplace, uh, you know, a lot of stuff is going on now about you got to hustle, you got to grind. I'm sure you, you've heard about that. What's your thinking around that? Because the hustle and the grind is so you can make more money. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's why I say you've got to listen to the market. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the market is changing absolutely constantly. We, we kind of can't keep up. You know, we came out of COVID and now we've gone into another war and people, you know, inflation has gone up. So now people are, you know, tightening their belts and say, well, do we buy accessories? So absolutely, it's keeping your mind on the market. But one thing I want to also mention is I do a lot of visualizing for money, though, you know, we, you know, before okay. the business kind of came up, I actually would visualize a wishing well, no, not a wishing well, a stream. A river of a stream and then you kind of close your eyes and as you're listening you know you're listening to the ching 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 of the money coming closer and i always visualize that it was the lord jesus that had this big the lord of my dad that's always why i know my beautiful dad mm -hmm. and then we pull the money down the stream so whenever things get tight i close my eyes and i go back to the stream but um you know it's just you've got to hustle and you've got to it's part of entrepreneurship nothing is certain and things change so quickly. Yeah. And so lastly, gratitude. I mean, gratitude. You know, I'm just now studying the science behind gratitude and have interviewed a lot of neuroscientists. How does gratitude and thankfulness and uh, and just being grateful for your life and your business, what does that look like in your life? Oh, it's everything. It's absolutely mm -hmm. everything. You know, it's kind of like waking up and it's what you're grateful for. And I think, you know, I don't want to discount that we're not human. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. That I'm I get my days. And I think when I get my days, when I do get down and I do get depressed and I suffer from a lot of anxiety as well, but mm -hmm. those are the days that I kind of regroup and say, well, what are you grateful for? And absolutely the neuroscience in the, in the mind, how it changes the endorphins. And, you know, and I also when I put things out there, I kind of go as if I've received it already. So I'm like, I'm mm. grateful for and thank you for as if the received I've, I've already received it. I feel all that gratitude, even with something that hasn't come to pass. But constant of everything, you know, I'm just so grateful for you know everything, and I, it's all through the Lord's grace, and mm -hmm. um, it keeps me so humble because it's just, you know, it, it's just yeah, you know, as you said, you know, before we started, how you started your podcast and all of that. Right. Just that gratitude keeps you going and humble, and there's great energies. And, you know, all my listeners, you know, for me, it is really the grace of God, the yeah. mercy of God and the empowerment of the spirit behind success. Because if you try to do it without the spirit, man, you're going to be struggling and, and burned out. And gratitude is so powerful. Did I read somewhere about you that you were grateful for every purchase that was made. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh -huh. That's why, you know, I kind of pray over it. And, you know, every now and then we go into the facilitation room with the, with the shipping of the labels and you'll read the labels. And, oh, um, you know, like, oh, Jennifer, thank you for your order. Oh, Michelle, thank you for your order. We Powerful. can't have to say that out loud. But, you know, just to really echo where you came from, um, you know, a lot of people reach out to me and they say to me, well, Natalie, how do you do all of this? And there's one word, it always will be, it always was, and it always is, and that is God. This is yeah. his supernatural strength that has got me through where I am today. And that's my answer. It's God. It's, it's what I tap into. And that's why I'm so grateful. And, you know, I say for me, and I'm not trying to be put anything down anybody's throat or, or in anybody's head for me it has been seeking first the kingdom of God and things are added to me that 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 doesn't mean that I'm just going to follow the shade around the house like my grandmother used to say or just sit and do nothing but when you realize that you're one with God 
you're not separate from God. That's the big lie. And, and that you're one with all there is. Your why and your purpose is not to get. Because if you're one with all there is, you're full of abundance and you want to give. Amen. Yeah, and I, and I, 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 can, I can tell that you are a big giver and, and that you a big proponent of abundance and serving others that comes through. Absolutely. We've got our Natalie Gives Back initiative, which is our in-house philanthropic campaigns. And we donate a meal um, for every single purchase to an at-risk or orphan child in South Africa, you know, kind of with the concept that you can't teach a hungry mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and education is paramount to our future generations. So that's why we are so, you know, kind of on that cause of meals. And, you know, whenever there are other initiatives, we really, really help. You know, I believe that when God gives you the blessing to receive, it's also such a blessing to give. So powerful. Well, anything else you want? This went back too quick. Nat oh, we really done? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, you know, I just, you know, just encourage everyone out there, still dream big. You know, there's there's no dream, please. It's the only place that you don't have to worry about being so big and reckless. It's in your dreams. So dream big and write your vision boards out there. And, you know, the Lord's grace or, you know, your power's grace will mm -hmm. come to pass if it is part of your plan. So, so, so when some, let's just say you dreamt about something and it just didn't happen, you can detach from that because you say to yourself, well, that must have, must have not been God's plan for my life. Is that what you do? Absolutely. So many times I've had, you know, so much hope into something and it hasn't transpired and I've been devastated only to find out a couple of months later, thank goodness that that didn't happen. <laughs> so absolutely. I've just got that. I think that's where that peace you know the mm -hmm. prince of peace that peace within you is that wasn't meant to be just let it pass very powerful so tell all of these ladies all over the world that's going to be going to your website where can we go and take and, and guys too you can purchase the gift for your ladies uh your what is your website and give us some items that you have on there i've already been looking at some hoop oh yeah <laughs> So we, I mean, we've got one of the largest accessories in the USA. So we have got, you know, hats, glam bands, vases, slippers, anything with bling. I always say, if you can make it, I can bling it. It's <laughs> our signature. So go to www.nataliemills.com. And I'll try and say it in an American accent, nataliemills.com. <laughs> We're going to set up a discount code for you. So use the word, which code should we use there? We'll do podcast, you know, podcast code to get 15% off to all your listeners. Okay. And um, yeah, anything playing great for gifts, great for seasonal. You know, we've got some really fun summer things coming up. So yeah, very much anything around the lady once we've got it. Thank you so much, Natalie. Oh, I, I feel you. like I've really connected with you. And listeners, I want all of you and those of you who are watching this, I want you to go to her website and and purchase uh, jewelry you know we feel better when we have on some bling and, and i'm gonna go and and really just make some wonderful purchases for myself and for gifts and th this is exhibit a of a woman who god is using and the spirit is behind her to to bring success uh, to reach out a uh, to others and to really get in the vibration where she can give back. So it's wonderful. Uh, thank you again, Natalie, everybody. I want you to tell five people about this podcast and share it on your timeline so that other people can really be uh, shifted 
blessed transformed and changed and I think my word for the week is what Natalie said is take the limits off of God and dream big everybody make a decision to have a great week thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you for more information please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com